Welcome to From the Hat, a podcast, the program where every episode is a different topic and all of the topics for the shows are drawn from the hat. Anything is fair game. Today on From the Hat, uh, I've had some things going through my mind that I wanted to just discuss a little bit of that I had to get it out of my head or else it's just going to haunt me for the next couple weeks like it's been haunting me for the last month and a half. So I wanted to talk about the idea of of heroism and what makes a hero. A thing that has been a historical event that has been going through my mind. Uh, is an event that happened back on January 13th, 1982. And uh, back on this day, uh, Air Florida Flight 90, which was scheduled to fly from uh, Washington National Airport, which is now what we call Reagan, uh, Reagan Airport or Reagan Washington National Airport, Ronald Reagan, and it's going to Fort Lauderdale. And On January 13th, 1982, it was very, very cold uh, in Washington, D.C., where they were taking off. And they uh, had some problems with the engines, and the plane crashed into uh, the 14th Street Bridge there in D.C. that goes right over the Potomac. And the... With with that, there was, I believe, 76 people, or 78 people died on, on, that, uh, on that day. And one of the things that being about this, as the plane was sinking into the Potomac, uh, there was six people that had survived the crash. And... Um, they were on the back, the tail end of the plane. And a U.S. Park Police helicopter had seen it. Now, this happened early in the morning. It happened, I believe, around uh, like 9 o'clock in the morning. So people were going to work. Uh, people were, were doing stuff. They, you know, out working. And the this helicopter came. And start saw there were people, so they were lowering the ropes, lowering the the rescue uh, buoys uh, to to these individuals. And every time the helicopter would come in, they would f- fly in and drop the rope, and this one man would grab it, and he would give it to someone and get them situated, and the helicopter would would fly them off. And he'd come back after dropping them off in a safe place. And he'd give it again. And this man would grab it. And he handed it off to uh, another individual. Got them situated. The helicopter would fly off again. And he did this uh, four times, if I recall uh, correctly. Uh, and the the fifth time when the helicopter came back, this man had succumbed to the water. They couldn't find him. And um, he, 
he was later identified as uh, Arland D. Williams Jr. And this idea of of what Arland was doing, and, and he was the one getting the rope, and he was the one handing it off to the others and making sure they were safe. Uh, also, also on this um, this day in Washington D.C., as uh, one of the um, there was one stewardess, if I recall, the one stewardess that got um, uh, as she was getting lifted from the helicopter, she was slipping from the life ring that she was holding, and there was an individual. Uh, that was, um, that was watching. There's again, a bunch of bystanders and, uh, and this one individual, uh, who by the name, oh, if I remember was Lenny Skutnik, Lenny Skutnik, uh, Lenny was, uh, watching and, um, he saw this lady slipping and falling off of the, the, the rope. And so he jumps into the water. He didn't even think he jumps into the water and, uh, he, he got her out to safety. And so we have these two individuals, Lenny Skutnik and Arland D. Williams Jr. And they were both honored, um, by the U.S. Coast Guard, uh, Lenny Skutnik was actually uh, welcomed to be with Ronald Reagan during the State of the Union address, which was the following week. And Melvin Windsor, who was also uh, the, a police officer who was helping with the, the helicopter, he was standing on one of the, uh, the skids helping this happen. But my, my thought that's been going through my mind is how does this occur? How does someone like, uh, Lenny Skutnik, uh, who is in a, a time of tragedy, an intense moment where we have the, our base core, I, you know, thing of survival, our, our life's purpose is to stay alive. And he is, is making sure that others are doing that. And he eventually was, again, he, he drowned. But he made sure that those other four uh, individuals were all, all saved. How does that happen in life? How does, how does this heroic idea come about? Is it something that you're born with? Or is it something that's developed? Um, there are people that naturally run towards danger. There are people that are, uh, going towards the, the fire, if you will. And, and some people make it their profession. They become police officers. They become, you know, firemen. They go into the military. They're, they're the people who are saving others. That's, that's what they, they do. And they've got that drive. But Larry Skutnik was a, a farmer from the Midwest. And what brought that about? And the thought came to mind in that, well, before I go into that, I'm going to have a story here. So 
when I was born, I, my mother, she noticed a very distinctive swirl right here at the front of my hair. Now my hair is a little shorter and thinning more than it was when I was an infant, but my mother had noticed this very distinctive swirl here in the front of my hair. And this, as many people know, it's, it's called a cowlick, just like it sounds, cowlick, cowlick. And my hair, when I actually let it grow, it does this uh, little curly thing here. And growing up, my mother always called it my Superman curl. And so my hair does a perfect little S curl, just like Superman, Christopher Reeve in the movies and in the comics. And it's just a coincidence that the movie Superman was released eight days after I was born. But whether she was influenced about, the, you know, from the hype of that movie was being released or, or just that she was familiar with the Superman curl, I don't know. But what this did for me at a young age was to, I was compared to Superman. I had something in common with the last son of Krypton, with this hero, the Man of Steel, Superman. And when you have something that you can relate to of someone of such mythic proportions, it started this passion and this love for Superman and who he is and what he does. Uh, I learned that to have great strength, and to quote one of my favorite nonfiction characters, to be large in stature means you use those gifts as a hero would to save and to serve people. And so I had this identity throughout my life of a hero. And it's, it's brought on this attitude of service in my life that I am, I am looking for opportunities to help others. I'm looking for, for, you know, I times to serve, to use my strength, what I've been given to benefit others. And from the, from the youngest age, I can think of these, these times where like, I'm looking out for the little guy. Now I'm not saying all this to, Hey, look at me. I'm great. Cause I've got a lot of things I need to work on. But the idea is that we, as, as humans, we've enjoyed and looked for this throughout time. If you look at the stories of the past, you look at, at mythologies and legends and folklore and all of these things, it gives people, although the characters are bigger than life, there's things that we can all relate to. And that's where we can look and see inside ourselves connections that we have to heroes. And that's one of the great things I believe about, you know, a lot of the Greek myths and a lot of stories that we have is, is the human side. We see the gods, Zeus, Apollo, Poseidon, they all have foilables. They all, they're not perfect, just like we are, but, but they're amazing. And, and Hercules and uh, Achilles and Theseus and, and Perseus and, and all these heroes, they all had these shortcomings, but we all have things that we can relate to and we can aspire to. And so that had a personal meaning to me throughout my life being compared to Superman. And this idea of heroes, how do we become heroic? And in talking to my wife, we have, you know, we had a discussion uh, just earlier about this. And we both 
have done heroic, with air quotes, things in our lives. Uh, I've found myself often in times of, of trial or struggle or when emergencies happen, I am running towards those situations. I've, I've multiple times run uh, with, with accidents I've seen and, and held uh, individuals who were bloodied. Um, some eventually died. And things that, uh, to help where I can. Again, I'm not saying this just to be like, hey, look at me, but it's just, it's a personality trait of mine that, that I have. I want to help, which is one of my favorite Mr. Rogers quotes that, you know, he often says, and he, he quotes his mother when he says, when emergencies happen, look for the helpers. There's always helpers. And I've strived to be a helper because at a young age, I was related to Superman. So there's a, a connection there. Now, again, back to my wife's conversation, we were talking about, you know, how do these personality traits come about? Do they, are they ingrained in us? Are we born with them? Are they developed over time? Can we develop them, become heroic, if you will? And because of my Superman connection, uh, and I do love the comics, uh, all comics, but we started talking a little bit just about this idea that that my wife, she's gone through some some tough things, some very hard things. And I believe she is a, an absolute hero, a heroine. And she's more like Batman, if you will. She's had uh, galvanizing events that has made her strong. That she has uh, gone through through struggles and hard things that have made her who she is today. Like Batman, he went through a terrible tragedy and it became his identity. And he drove from that point uh, to vow that, that that won't happen again. And, and on, the, on the flip side, you have Superman. Superman never had, okay, <laughs> he did have, his planet blew up, but that wasn't in his recollection. And Superman, planet blew up, yes, crash landed in, in Smallville, Kansas, and he was raised on the farm by Jonathan and Martha Kent. And they taught him morals, they taught him values, they taught him good and that became who he was. And so although he never had this cauterizing or, or galvanizing effect in him becoming the hero, I believe that he had it ingrained in him and, and taught throughout time. So when those moments of emergency happened, he was then prepared. And so I think people have these other we as, as individuals, and again, I believe the comics are just a modern mythology for us in our day. It's how we tell our stories. It's how we show our values, what's important to us, what isn't, uh, our expectations of, of what life should be like. Although in a, a, a bigger than life form, it tells us, comics tell us our values and stories tell us our values, just like the myths of yesteryear and the fairy tales and the legends and all those things. And so this idea of how do we become heroic? And my wife and I both discuss these two different ways. 
And some people do. They go through struggle. And they become, from this, you know, one event or a series of events, they become heroic because they were made. They were galvanized. They were strengthened that way. And others, it becomes, it's, it's, it's more of a gradual um, event, kind of like a tree that blows in the wind. And over time, its trunk is strengthened uh, as, as it goes. And, and, and then when the hard winds do come, it's strengthened and it's ready to, to act on those. And so what, what makes that hero? What makes someone a hero? And there, there has been a lot of research into this idea of, of heroism. And it's not always just a simple cut and dry thing, but uh, because some people will fall into the, the idea of what's called the bystander effect, where people just <gasps> panic and they don't know what to do and they freeze and they watch or they get worried. And they're like, oh, well, if I do something, will I screw it up? Will I do? And so they're worried about things. And I believe other people have personal responsibility and they believe that they, there's a, a level of altruism that happens where they forget themselves and they dive right in to do what is right, do what is expected, do what they feel needs to be done in that time. And they, so they act in these altruistic, um, uh, heroic ways. Now, According to a study that was published back in 2016, researchers suggest that those who have a particular mindset that leads them to behave confidently and morally in difficult situations tend to act immediately and unconsciously when an emergency occurs. So these people are, are they're conditioned for that. And, uh, it's, it's, there's, I believe there's something that you can develop. It's like when, you know, I was in elementary school and, and they're talking about, you know, it was like drug free week and they talked about say no. And it, the idea was to prepare you. So when the situation came about, you were ready to go. The same thing happens. Um, I'm on my, uh, my cert team, my community emergency response team for my city. And we practiced for, for weeks. We'd come in and we'd practice and we'd practice first aid response. We'd practice uh, different types of, of emergency response and how, how to do these things. So when it comes about, we're ready. And so we don't have to think and remember. It's, it becomes second nature. And there, in an in a, a, a article... Uh, called Zeroing In on Heroes, a Prototype Analysis of Hero Features, it says, there does not seem to be one single defining feature that distinguishes heroes and heroic behavior. Heroes are conceptualized diverse, uh, diversely, and no rigid boundaries exist in this social category. Instead, the hero concept is made up of fuzzy sets of features organized around prototypical category members. The most prototypical features of heroes include... Identified in our research are bravery, moral integrity, courageousness, protecting, conviction, honest, altruistic, self-sacrificing, selfless, determined, 
saves inspiring and helpful. In another uh, study that they define our definition of hero, it says that we found that people's belief about heroes tend to follow a systematic pattern. After polling a number of people, we discovered that heroes are perceived to be highly moral, highly competent, or both. More specifically, heroes are believed to possess eight traits, which we call the Great Eight. These traits are smart, strong, resilient, selfless, caring, charismatic, reliable, and inspiring. They said it's unusual to, for a hero to possess all eight of these characteristics, but most heroes have the majority of them. So how does someone prepare themselves to be heroic? I don't, I don't think that, that in this story of this plane crash, I don't think, I don't think Mr. Skutnik planned on being heroic. I don't think a lot of people plan on being heroic. There's stories, um, I mean, back at 9-11, there's stories of individuals acting heroically that they're not going out. And when they're acting, they're like, I'm going to be a hero today. They're, that's not what they're doing. But how can we prepare ourselves to be ready for those things? Back to, the, you know, and talking about, you know, drug-free in school. I think we need to, to be able to, to look at others. There's a level of empathy that comes in. And, and when we act, when we see these opportunities, we act without a concern for ourselves. And sometimes heroes do go into deadly situations. Sometimes there's, they give the ultimate price. But I think many people are heroic, and you don't need to be give your life to be a hero. I think there's many, many things um, that you can do on the daily that can prepare you to be heroic. Uh, there's a quote by um, Gordon B. Hinckley who says, the work of the world isn't done by extraordinary people. It is done by ordinary people who have learned to work in extraordinary ways. With the idea of extraordinary, David A. Bednar also, he said, ordinary people who consistently and diligently do simple things will produce extraordinary results. And so this idea of, of heroism and how do we become a hero is, is something that I believe we can develop. We don't need to be forced, a la Batman, to have a tragedy before we will act heroically. I believe we can do the small things that prepare us on a daily basis to act heroically when it comes. And again, we're not acting, I'm heroic, look at me. But it's, you're acting in the same way you're acting before to help someone, to help others. When you're at the grocery store, help someone. Grab something off a high shelf if you have the ability. Let someone with a, you know, one or two items get in front of you in line because really they're not going to slow you down that much. When you see someone on the side of the road, go push their car. If they can't, if, if their car's not, obviously, if it's moving, you're fine. But if their car's not going, give them a push. If you see the opportunities to serve and help, do it. Because those are the training methods. That's the school for getting to where you're ready at those times that do come, that will come, that might come, 
but it's those those small, simple, consistent, and diligent, simple things that produce the extraordinary results later in life. So that's kind of where I've come to with this idea of heroism. How, how do we develop it? Uh, how can we hone it? How can we recognize it? And I think one of the big keys is to not try to be heroic, but try to be helpful. Try to look to others and to put their needs in front of yours or to see their needs as if they were yours and to be with them in those times of need. And as we do that more and more frequently, we will become uh, more apt to act, to, to be uh, heroic. So that's where I'm at. So those thoughts are just the, the ramblings of Ryan, the voice of authority, uh, as, uh, that I've had over the last couple of weeks. Uh, there's significantly more, but that's the most coherent way that I can get them out. But what I'd like to know is what are some of your heroes? Who are your heroes? And why are they heroic? And again, this doesn't have to be people that are saving lives and crashing through buildings to stop villains. Hey, there may be some. I've got some heroes like that. Uh, but they also can be those individuals that put others first, that sacrifice their time, their efforts for the benefit of others. And that's where true heroism, heroism comes about. So I'd love to hear from you. Reach out to us on our social medias here on Instagram. I'm out recording an Instagram live as we go uh, on uh, Facebook, on TikTok. Let us know what, who are your heroes and why, and what makes them a hero to you. Don't forget to find us on our social medias, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, uh, on our, we can now rate on Spotify. So if you're listening on Spotify, or on Apple Podcasts, don't forget to rate and give us a review on there. So subscribe, rate, review. And with that, this has been Ryan Pond, the voice of authority for From the Hat. Take care, and we'll see you on the flip side. <laughs>